This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. Today is Wednesday, March 23rd. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is Franchise Today. You know, I really enjoyed my conversation last week with Shuck and Shack CEO, Jonathan Wethington, our rising star in franchising for the month of March. This brand has a great niche, and they seem to be doing everything right for sustainable growth through sensible franchising. In large part, they operate in secondary markets with less competition for the quality of experience that they deliver, and they do it with a small footprint, serving up delicious, high-quality, quality oysters, shellfish, and seafood in a beach shack setting that is often hard to find unless you happen to be at the shore, say up or down the East Coast or in Florida, coastal Alabama, or the Carolinas. Keep your eyes open wide for one of these restaurants to show up in your neck of the woods, and I'll make good on an I told you so after you've checked them out. And speaking of great brands and leaders that deliver on any number of fronts, today's guest, Scott Gitrich, founder and CEO of Topper's Pizza, does just that. Scott Gitrich delivered his first pizza in 1984 while attending the University of Illinois. He dropped out of college after only two weeks on the job to pursue a full-time career in pizza. Ever since then, He's been a pizza guy, through and through. He loved everything about the business, from the rush of the kitchen and ingredient selection, all the way through to the satisfaction he delivered to his customers. After years of working for Domino's, working his way up from delivery driver to director of operations for a group of franchised stores, Scott's vision was to be more bold and creative. So he opened his first toppers in 1991 with a mission to set the standard for high-quality pizza. Since then, Toppers has grown to over 70 locations nationwide by consistently giving customers exactly what they want. Our brand's focus, said Scott, is on innovative menu options bold recipes, and world-class technology, allowing us to seize the opportunity in a previously untapped corner of the pizza market. Now, Toppers is one of the top QSR pizza concepts nationwide, with franchisees achieving more than $1,110,000 in average unit volume across the entire system. Toppers Pizza is primed for major growth and is looking for like-minded franchisees to join their family. Scott Gitrich joins me in two minutes or less to tell us all about it. Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors. Hey, franchisors of restaurants, bars, grills, and taverns, and multi-unit franchisees, listen up. This message is for you. Atmosphere TV wants to help you cut costs on overpriced cable TV for your business and either replace it completely or partially if sports programming is essential at your locations. What Atmosphere TV provides are 100% free programming options with more than 50 channels of highly engaging and entertaining programming that is audio optional and guaranteed to please your customers and even increase their average ticket per visit. So here's how it works. Atmosphere hooks you up with an Apple TV HD receiver loaded with more than 50 channels of fully licensed, no cost to you, fun and lifestyle programming. These channels include Chive and Red Bull TV. 
TV, bloopers, superhuman feats, and an array of viewing options that don't require sound to be enjoyed. And this offer is not just limited to restaurants or bars. No, any business with a TV screen in its waiting room can benefit from Atmosphere's free programming offer as well. So what are you waiting for? Cut the cord on overpriced cable and get Atmosphere TV with its 100% free, engaging, and entertaining programming options. Keep your guests happy while they wait to see you. Instead of watching the clock and their wait times, chiropractors, doctors, dentists, auto repair shops, anyone with TVs in your waiting rooms, jump onto this amazing offer today. And if you text the word FRANCHISE to 474747, Atmosphere will waive the $100 setup fee for the Apple TV HD receiver that they'll ship to you as well at no cost. Atmosphere TV, changing the way businesses view television. Find them online at atmosphere.tv and remember, text FRANCHISE to 474747 for the no-charge Apple receiver. Cut the cord and get rid of cable today with Atmosphere TV. Pizza is a $46 billion industry. 84% of Americans eat at least one pizza a month. 45% of Americans eat pizza at least once a week. And Toppers claims more than its fair share of those statistics. In fact, this week, they will complete 15 consecutive quarters of same-store sales growth, busting through the uncertainty of the pandemic, inflation, labor challenges, supply chain, and escalating costs of goods. What's the magic? Let's find out right now. Scott Gitrich, welcome back to Franchise Today. Great to be here, Stan. How you doing? I'm doing great, and I'm happy to see that you are as well. It was a rough time in life when last we met. We were eight weeks into COVID on the 20th of May, 2020. That's the last time we spoke, so got a lot to catch back up on, and happily, I'm reading it's all good news. The vast majority of it sure is. It's good. Life's good. Well, Scott, give us a quick recap for the benefit of the audience on how you and franchising found one another at age, what, 15? <laughs> well, I suppose if you want to go back to there, I, 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 uh, I met franchising at an Arby's franchise when I was 15 uh, in Peoria, Illinois. And uh, I've been in restaurant restaurants and franchising ever since and I'm 58 years old. I mean, I really got I really really got my education at Domino's Pizza in the 80s. Worked there for a, a wonderful franchisee for about uh almost 8 years and uh fell in love with uh in earnest fell in love with restaurants and pizza and franchising. So, uh started Toppers in 1991 started franchising in 1997 and uh yeah off to the races huh and you did all this with a foundation on the franchisee side of the business before you ever got to the zor side am i right yeah that's right yeah worked for franchisees uh for the first whatever that is 12 or 15 years of my life in restaurants and uh, then operated uh, didn't have any franchisees and just operated our you know uh, the original restaurant another restaurant for for five or six years and and then franchising franchisor so, so no surprise that culture of a topper's pizza is what it is when you've got a leader whose respect for the business that he's in came from the z side of the business where if more and more zors had the level of experience that you did as a z unit level economics elsewhere might be as great as they are here wouldn't that be the case well it's my path so there's a lot of great ways to to live a life and run a business, but certainly where I come from is great restaurants and great teams and 
for good and for worse, I'm an operator, and that's how I think. <laughs> you were sitting with 13 straight quarters, I think, the last time I checked of positive comp sales. Are we still on that trajectory? Well, it's going to be 15 here in uh, in a minute. Uh, get get to the end of the month, and it's going to be 15 quarters of, of same-store sales growth. So we're on a little bit of a roll, yeah. So you have been graced and blessed with being able to stay open through COVID as an essential business. How much of the business for you has changed over these 24 months in terms of what the business looked like and the mix between food off-premise and food consumed on-site? Things like that have changed a lot, haven't they? Well, from the day I started Topper's Pizza 31 years ago uh, to today, there's a couple of trends that have only gone one direction. Small footprint restaurants, one direction. Delivery and carry out, one direction. That has just incrementally grown every year from that day to this. Technology 100% has gone one direction from that day to this. The customer use and the and the management use of technology has gone one direction. And I mean, in the last two years, what happened was those three trends just jumped forward some number of years. I mean, on that graph of the, each of those three things, it jumped up a little bit faster, but that's what changed. This is not temporary. I mean, you know, Toppers does 76% today uh, of all of our sales through digital channels. And that's just going to continue to grow. That's going to be 90% probably in two, three years. And, you know, at some distant future, it'll be 100%. Nobody, people walking in the store are not going to walk up to a person they will have ordered digitally. So other things that have changed in the last two years in particular are some of our restaurant brethren, of course, are are no longer here. So uh, a lot of restaurants have closed. Of course, some restaurants have started to backfill uh, to some degree, but there certainly is an interesting churn. Uh, customer demands are going to be met through the closing and opening of new restaurants. And so that's that's afoot. And, you know, other uh, other changes are certainly the the challenges with staffing. I'm going to say that the things that have always been challenging about being great leaders in restaurants is the same, but even more so. The best of the best leaders continue to have staffed restaurants and do wonderful work. And the worst of the worst, of course, continue to have struggle. It's that middle group that used to kind of be able to hold their own that really that's not good enough. You have to be great to uh, to recruit a staff and have a staff. And uh, you got to be very, very active. I mean, we've pay and benefits and how we compensate people, et cetera, has changed quite a bit. But the upside is we're open. The vast majority of our restaurants are open very late, the latest in the market. And, you know, we had a, a couple of bumps in the road there for about a four to six weeks during Omicron. But last week, 99 0.5% of all hours and order channels were open for business at Topper's Pizza. And that's a big deal. Just being open today is in and of itself a business model that pretty much assures us in our segment that uh, your sales are going to grow. So for example, last week, we were up uh, 15 point something percent same store sales over 27 point something a year ago. So we're 43% on a two-year stack right now. We are taking names. That's amazing. And what about cost of goods? I mean, the labor issues are tough enough, but now with inflation, how is pizza faring 
with cheese and sauce and ingredients just skyrocketing? Well, we about four years ago, we really undertook a, a strategic plan to separate ourselves from our discounted kind of cheap pizza brethren and really affirm who we are, which is quality house recipes people love, premium toppings, and to, and to charge for it. So uh, this has been four years in the making, and our check is uh, our average check is quite different than it was three years ago. We're we're on the verge of thirty bucks. We're in the very high twenties on our average check, and wasn't that long ago that was a, just a little over twenty, just three or so years ago. So, and we've done most of that through premium offerings, uh, reducing our our dependence on discounting and you know so we've charged up we pay our people of course a lot more that's part of being committed to staying open is to do what's needed to to be playing the game in every market that we're in and uh we charge what's needed to be able to pay the people what we need to pay them to uh, do a good job for our customers and to stay profitable for our franchisees so we're committed to that we're going to charge our customers what we need to to be able to to do what we need to do so uh, we fully have tipped the the scale on uh, food and labor so that we essentially still run our food and labor uh, about what we always historically have but our today our our food food cost is our ideal food cost is about 25% right now which is actually less than it was uh three years ago by actually a fair bit. We were closer to 28, 29, three, four years ago. So um, labor, of course, has continued to climb as a percentage of sales, but overall the math problem, to say the least, works. What about supply chain, Scott? How's that affected you? Um, it's a little bit less today. Probably the peak of rowdiness was, I don't know, October, November, December. We still do have a small number of issues. We're seeing it in equipment and supply as we're uh, growing again. We'll open, you know, maybe uh, seven, seven, eight, nine stores this year and 15, 18 next year. So uh, we're feeling a little bit on ovens and walk-ins and make lines. So we're kind of scratching and clawing. I mean, a lot of supply chain, as it has been for many people, is just kind of the chaos of chasing it down and just making sure everybody has what they need. And when we get subbed, getting the right recipes to people and testing out subs and all that stuff. But a lot of that is has relaxed on the food side of things. I mean, at least there's good reason to believe that we're on the upswing there. Hope so. Definitely hope so. So you used a high percentage of 70 plus percent of your businesses transacted digitally. How much of it is on site versus off? Uh, it's close to 50-50. I think it's 55-45, 55% delivery. Yeah. But we do a fair bit of curbside still or people that are just coming and taking it off the off the ready shelf. I think the word of the year for me in 2020 in the first half of 21 was pivot. And then I think the last half of last year and the first quarter of this year, the big word for me alludes to the digital thing that you're talking about. My new words become frictionless. Mm -hmm. So is that a big part of the technology investment that you've made? Yeah, I mean, we're growing our tech spend in 2022 by 25 percent over 2021. And I mean, we were investing heavily in tech when it actually was more of a pipe dream for us than reality. You know, probably probably spending more than we should have at the time. But, you know, we own our platform 
Uh, it's something else. It's extremely stable and frictionless. Uh, our conversion uh, for e-commerce is extremely high. Our app is wonderful. Our loyalty adoption is, is excellent and uh, impacts our business in the ways we uh, expect and will continue to. We really are focused a lot right now on frictionless in the operation, management tools, really creating a very streamlined operation through through technology. So uh, a lot of fun work, uh, fun work going on there. So it's tech everywhere. It's certainly at the management ranks and, and at the customer interface. And it's also where the business meets the team member and uh, impacting their work. I'll tell you what let's do, Scott. Why don't we grab a quick break here? And we've taken a pretty good look at over the shoulder and gotten your postscript to the past couple of years. When we come back from the break, I want to talk about this new world of private equity that you've found yourself in and talk about the future and the road ahead for Topper's Pizza. We've got Scott Gitrich with us today. He's the founder and CEO of Topper's Pizza, and we'll be right back. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zor Forum, a somewhat similar type of executive group. But this one comes with a twist. Zor Forum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zor Forum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zor Forum groups of 6 to 10 will bring leaders together that are in similar situations but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive set so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zor Forum. Learn more at zorforum.com. That's www.zorforum.com. And we continue our conversation today with Scott Gitrich, founder and CEO of Topper's Pizza. So, Scott, while others were not faring quite as well in some categories through the pandemic, you've managed not just to survive, but to thrive. And you've brought in private equity to advance the growth of the brand. So tell us a little about what that looks like in your world today. Yeah, last year was uh, ushered in kind of an exciting next era for Topper's Pizza. I've been the 100% owner of Topper's for three decades. And and uh, last year, I, I really wanted to make my own double down commitment to the growth of the brand and my personal commitment to growing the brand by uh, seeking the right private equity partner to help take us to the next level. So uh, Great Plains Capital uh, was the group that emerged and they've been uh, they've been incredible to work with. We're we're making we're making investments in uh, development, uh, technology uh, on the development side, uh, prototype on the uh, on the ops side. We're making some really impactful, let's call it platform simplification, uh, training technology investments to just continue our commitment to franchisees to have simpler to run businesses that are as profitable as as possible. So 
Yeah, we're the restaurant folks, and uh, and they bring a lot to us on the uh, analytics, finance, technology, uh, and just good business side of the business. But high tech is always great, but it's better still when it's met with its counterpart, which is high touch. And so you're on a 70-day road tour right now, aren't you, doing the other side of what franchising is all about, not just advancing the brand with technology and recipes, but with leadership and meeting people where they are on the front end. Yeah, you know, five or six weeks ago, I I was reading some survey information from uh, team members that, you know, essentially sounded something like uh, the business is hard out here and you folks in corporate don't quite get it. Now, I've I've certainly heard uh, that from time to time in the past, but the truth is our calling card is that we're operators. I've got pizza sauce in my veins. That's part of what hopefully makes Topper special and what I think uh, helps us compete with with some of the biggest uh, restaurant chains in the in the world. So to me, when I when I read those surveys, I just immediately had this idea of I need to just get out there and go. So I'm one of those do things big people. So I'm on a 70 stores in 70 days tour with uh, our VP of human resources and my life partner, Robin, Robin Get Rich. We're only a weekend. We've been to 13 restaurants in seven days. Uh, we're still in Wisconsin. We're hitting Minnesota starting tomorrow uh, in Rochester. But we're going to be in uh, 11 states over the next uh, nine weeks. It has been something special so far, and we're uh, excited to live in hotels and eat pizza and touch pizza people and and hear what's what and celebrate the really incredible work that our team members have done over the last couple of years, just taking Topper's Pizza to the next level and out-competing most people. You know, the last time we talked, I wasn't able to get around in the time we had to ask you about Jonathan Taylor, who was, I think, still back then, perhaps, was just coming into the NFL, but you kind of tied knots with him as a legend in college ball. You tied him up for a lifelong endorsement, didn't you? I mean, you talk about some foresight. Come on. Well, and luck, maybe. Uh, I guess the thing is, Jonathan's just, uh, he's a hes a lover of Topper's Pizza when he went to school at University of Wisconsin. Uh, so he's been a friend of the brand for a long time. And I wouldn't say as much I tied him up as he tied us up. But you're right that, uh, you know, we're, we're really blessed uh, and he's he's been really blessed. He's such such a competitor and such an incredible athlete. What he's accomplished in the NFL in two years is nothing short of amazing. And you're right. There's a lot of people that think I'm smarter about sports than I actually am. But sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. The fact is, Jonathan's been a fun partner. We're very pleased that he's he's had the success that he's had. He's actually going to meet us along this tour. He's going to meet me to me in Madison, Wisconsin to tour the stores that he's a franchise partner in. In the middle of May, it'll be fun to fun to be in restaurants with him. So, you know, he's he's uh wouldn't go so far as to say he's he's not the operator of the stores, of course, but he's uh he's engaged at a at an interesting level and super good guy. <laughs> Just a wonderful, wonderful person and we're happy that happy to have him as a partner. Well, I think you did good there, and I think you've done good everywhere because you've got the right mindset to be a successful franchisor. And the fact that you were a franchisee employed person before your career on the Zor side ever took hold, I think spells a lot of why you are the person that you are today as a franchisor. 
Give us a quick look ahead in the time we've got left. I know we've got you on a tight string today for time. Where do you see things going a year, two, three out? And how much further than that can you actually see as quickly as things are changing? Yeah, well, we see big things for toppers. We think that there's an open door in some ways that we haven't seen for a long, long time to grow the brand here over the next several years. So we're certainly expecting the right kind of uh, the right kind of environment to grow in. We think that uh, as far as restaurants go, that uh, what we're seeing people that are not already on uh, small footprint delivery, premium menu items, technology, we see that just continuing to uh, to grow forward and and. Uh, it's really those are things that are just in our DNA. We do that stuff without even thinking about it uh, all day, every day. So we feel that we're well positioned for the environment uh, going forward. You know, I think the consumer is going to still be strong here through the year, I guess, depending on geopolitical who knows what. Um, I uh, I think that the the situation with people, I really see it as I believe in the human spirit. Uh, you know, there's, I've always known restaurant people who have complained about people all along, and I'm not one of those people. Matter of fact, I like competitors that like to complain about people or say things like kids these days. Uh, certainly environments change. Uh, there's people's expectations change, but the human spirit is is strong. People want to belong. People want to be part of something that is incredible, stands for something and is growing. And I predict with all my might that that will continue and that Tapper's Pizza will embrace those people and uh, move confidently in the future. Any top, anytime soon that we can see uh, Topper's Pizza showing up with opportunities in the Southeast? Well, we've got uh, four stores down in the Charlotte area. You know, I'll send you some franchise information, Stan. We should be able to work something out. Well, we may be able to talk something about that. Yours is a brand that I would certainly think about. And I'm looking at the state of Georgia as an unavailable, as is Florida. So I, I'm hoping that we can maybe someday soon turn the state red again in a manner of speaking. <laughs> You're going out on a limb there. <laughs> Listen, it's my show. <laughs> you can turn it off, but you can't turn me off. So, Scott, how about some contact info for those that may want to get back in touch with you? Sure. You can uh, you can check out my blog at scottgetrich.com. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter. You can contact me at Topper's Pizza at scottattoppers.com, uh, or you can check out our franchising at toppersfranchise.com. As always, Scott, it's fun to talk with you. It's a pleasure to talk with you, and I'm really, really happy that you've made this last 24 months as good as it could be, given some of the rough navigating we've all had to do. Scott, thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Stan. Always a pleasure. Scott Gitrich, founder and CEO of Topper's Pizza. Well, for those of you who thought I was just being political with my red state remark to Scott, the truth is that I was looking at an available territory map on Topper's website when I delivered that double entendre. You see, red is their color, and states with available opportunities show up on their website in red, while the others show up as gray. Well, that included Georgia, thus my crack about making it a red state again. And when it's all said and done, either way you look at that is just fine with me. 
Well, that's a wrap for today. See you back here next week at the same time when I'll be joined by Best Life Brands CEO, JJ Sorrenti. Until then, I'm Stan Friedman, wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising, and Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or on iTunes.